Hey guys, welcome to the MC Anime Podcast. We cover anime, geek culture, Japanese aesthetics, and Asian studies. We are a multi fandom podcast, and you can expect to hear topics in your favorite hobby or fandom activity potentially. You can find MC Anime on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Also, please check out mcanimepodcast.com, our website. Furthermore, stay tuned in for another episode. Hey guys, this is MC from MC Anime Podcast. This is another episode. Today I have another special guest with us, James Hipkin. How are you doing today? Doing great, man. I'm doing great. Can't complain about that. But today, uh, before we get into today's episode, can you tell us uh, what you do, a little about yourself, where they can find you on social media or website? Awesome. Well, my name is James. Um, I've been involved with marketing and advertising for a long, long time. Uh, four countries on three different continents over the past 35 years. Um, it's given me a great deal of opportunity to learn and be exposed to and actually get my hands dirty on marketing programs and, and for large brands and large companies. And now the last 10 years, I have been focused on websites. Uh, the website is the most valuable digital asset that a business owns, and most of them are terrible. And they're terrible because of an absence of strategy. It's what I call checkboxism. I, I have a business. I need a website. My nephew made me a website. Check that box. We're done. No, that doesn't work anymore. Um, so I'm. I love to talk about marketing strategy and how important it is for an online business owner to understand the journey that their best customer is on and to create marketing that supports that journey. And the website is the hub of that activity. It's where people go to, to get confirmation that this business understands their problem. You know, I like to say, people don't buy what you sell. People buy a solution to their problem. Okay. What can they find you on social media and on the website? Well, the Innately is the brand that we created, I-N-N number 8-L-Y, um, for smaller businesses who are looking for a, a more effective website so innately is the handle on instagram on facebook book and on linkedin um and if somebody's interested in chatting with me about their website they can go to six seconds or less.com and i'll be happy to audit their website we'll have a really good conversation about who their best customer is what their best customer is looking for and how the website supports the journey so that at the end of the day, you end up with a, a high-value relationship with a long-lasting customer. Okay. So this confirms today's episode about website building, marketing, and building it up. And James is going to be our guest appearance talking about this subject 
given his guidance on the actual subject of marketing, website building, and how to build it in a way that's beneficial for the business, but also the online presence of the business. So, uh, yeah. So what is one thing in the website that because I know I had a website, but I had a person in business analytics help me build that website. And it doesn't have the SEO and the marketing associated with it, but it's kind of hard to have a price gap to afford a more professional website. So what what's your question? So my question is, how does someone build up a website when they're limited and when it comes to funds. Ah, okay. Good place to start is a number of the subscription services like Wix or Squarespace. That's a great, simple, inexpensive way. They've got templates that are very effective. If you're just trying to get started and you're trying to figure out how to, you know, get some traction, find out if whatever it is you're offering is actually going to be something that somebody wants to, that really solves somebody's problem. Um, those are very ex- inexpensive and efficient ways to get started. Okay. And the, uh, the type of website that I made for, uh, the MCMA podcast, it was WordPress. I use like a Viz plugin for podcasting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And since I had so much episodes to that point, mm-hmm. it's a collection database of who I am that they connect to me services I offer, and then the episodes I upload, and the previous blogs I did for Blog and CN. Right. Now, that was interesting to build, but at the time, I was limited in how much I can actually pay someone to be able to help me build a website. And right now, I don't have the marketing, the search engine optimization that would be beneficial for the website to grow. And I have a lot of people on my actual email so yeah, I, I saw your website. Da, 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 da. I want to give you a quote, how to improve it. And yet, I still can't afford it. Right. Yeah, it's it's a challenge, but to a large degree, you know, it's it's a exercise in cost and improvement. And if you have a list and you've got and you're starting to get some traction, then listen to your customers and you know understand SEO is a very expensive and long-term strategy it's probably something you should be aware of but it's not your first choice in terms of marketing um there are so many other ways the the podcasting that you're doing right now is a very effective way to get your message out you just need a destination for people to come back to um podcasting uh, a very important aspect of developing your domain authority is backlinks one of the reasons why I work do podcast guesting is I get backlinks from the podcaster's website to my website. You as a podcaster, if you encourage people to please post something on your website about this podcast, you'll get a backlink from my website back to your website. And though that's very important for helping establish domain authority. So there's some simple things that can be done that have nothing to do with the quality of the website, but will make a difference to how likely you are to get ranked. Yeah. Um, I actually, when I do 
MC Anime Podcast as a search engine, and my name, both are associated with the podcast. So all the bat, I'm also battling to podcasts I've been on before. Mm-hmm. They're all very like they're there, like yeah. up for ten tabs, they're already there. So yeah, that's already working the battling strategy, and being a much podcast, you know, promotes you and you know amplify you behind the mic also how to be able to do that so i have that recognition domain but you know i still have all these people emailing me because i made my email public trying to say oh we can help you build a better website mm-hmm. and it's still hard to do because you know that's one thing if i i only invested it once i don't have the money to invest into it again until i get that you know revenue monetization method that I want to do in order to afford it. Right. And and this is the the inherent thing and one of the challenges that we face, particularly if you're in a crowded field, um, like the world that I'm in, everybody claims they can make a website. Um, and technically they probably can. It's not that hard. However, should they? And that's why I spend most of my time on podcasts talking about marketing strategy and talking about how to create an effective hub for your marketing program. And when people come and talk to me, like I do a website audit, we'll spend half the time not talking about the website. We'll spend half the time talking about who is your best customer and what is the problem that they're trying to solve. And then some very simple and usually inexpensive changes on your homepage can go a long way towards supporting that journey, which will make the website more attractive. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I found that my audience, for example, is young, young, you know, youth to young adult for like the podcast. And then I have have like a a subcategory with like uh, fan projects content creators and online businesses to be able to make content like I'm doing right now. That is another subcategory that I'm trying to plug in on, you know, on like Fiverr, be like a freelance, be able to provide mm-hmm. services as an additional whatever podcast. There you go. I really like how the website design and marketing for goes into many different hats. You have the social media, which if you get tagged a lot, that also drains the back the strategy, but also the the content that you're posting is important because that reflects who you are as a brand and how you establish yourself in that niche application in the brand. Right. And that organic social media becomes a referral engine and which and people want to check you out and where are they going to go to check you out they're going to go to your website and you know organic traffic is good when you do it on like social media but only you know if you have a hundred bios only one in like one in ten one in twenty something like that will actually be able only 20% of your audience will be converted to that website to get additional services. Yeah, you technically have to build up those 100 subscribers in order to get 20. Right, but if you don't have a website, you'll get zero. Yeah. And you don't want to build your business on rented land. 
I hear this frequently. Oh, I don't need a website. I have a Facebook page. Yeah. They can change the rules on you and they're not going to phone you up and ask you if it's okay. Yeah. I had a Facebook page before I established a website for the podcast. Now, that was only a temporary because it, my page was established from Wargames the Anime, but my official website then was on a blogging website. So my website wasn't Facebook, but when I went to the podcast, I needed to make a website to be able to backlink it to the, my content but it took a little bit to you know find someone to be able to get me a website which is my co-host great she looks she's a business analytics and she builds you know she builds websites in a way to for the client to have a ongoing booking website with everything on tabs and stuff like that was it geared to like the success that it should be no, but I got a working website that was able to get people there and then everything else can follow forward after that. It's not about perfect, it's about done. And I didn't necessarily check it off my bucket list necessarily because I still think about it but when I'm actually able to upgrade it or, you know, because I re-uniform from the website on my social media so everything's the same so I did that step to make sure it looks consistent and stay consistent with my other backlinks or my other pages as so that should bring people to the website right exactly so you're on the right path but it took some time to be able to do that so what do you recommend to people that don't really have necessarily the time I just want to do it quick because it, website building is not quick it took me like two months to build that website because it was just so much stuff that I had to process and basically my podcast I had like 50 plus episodes plus you know 150 blog entries so it was really just a lot of content put on the website building process. Uh, it there's a number of pathways you can go for something like that if you want to do it yourself it can take it can take some time because you not only have to figure out how to do it you don't necessarily have the technical tools that you need to do it quickly or you can hire a company um, which will cost you more money but it'll get done faster so it, it's a choice. It's a teeter-totter like everything else in life. It's where's where's the balance point that makes sense for you. Yeah. I think the balance point for me was not necessarily a freelancer, but news, someone that knew how to, that works in business, be able to provide a working website that's actually better than some freelancer giving you a fancy-looking website. Right. Yeah, the... the Fancy looking doesn't necessarily make it good. In fact, when I do website audits, more often than not, the pretty websites are some of the worst websites because their only focus was being pretty and they're not supporting the journey that their customer is on. They're confusing. Nobody knows where to go. They don't know what to do next. Yeah. I mean, mine's me, but it's it's fine. It's, mm -hmm. it's I'm content with it right now where it is, but I do work. 
prove it if I get to that point. Now, um, in your marketing strategy, what is the best way to capitalize on an ongoing website or even branches to build a website? Sure. Or which best strategy in marketing that will make the website like tick, be busy with traffic? Um, find out where your audience is living. Where are they? Which social media channels? Where are they? And then create content in the in that area that attracts people back to the website so that they can understand more effectively, you know, what you're doing. Um, so you're, you're looking to, you know, the old expression is fish where the fish are. Um, so go fi find the social media channels or whatever medium that you're going to use to attract your audience and then use that as efficiently as you, as you possibly can. Don't try to boil the ocean. Don't try to do too many things. Find one or two places where you know your audience is hanging out and focus on those channels. And then look for ways to create value for your audience and then you know, establish your authority and attract them back to your website so they can learn more about what you're doing and learn more about how you solve their problems. Yeah, because people want you to be the solution. Right. You have to present yourself in a way like, for for example, I present myself and give a recording, give a graphic element, a blog post, and idea consulting how to make a good recording. That's what I try to solve. That's the, that's the problem I identify. People don't like to do recording or don't have a way to record themselves that is beneficial for their branding. I try to solve that problem. Now, even if you present the problem and be able to solve it, you need to gain traction. Be the best you be the best in that area for them to take you and to take you seriously. Right. Exactly. And you you find the problem website. So you your connection is you build the website, you give them marketing tools in order to promote that website and actually establish themselves greater than without that marketing. Right. And and because when people come to the website, you have the opportunity to build a relationship with them. And the website is something that you own. You don't own Facebook. You don't own Instagram. You don't own Twitter. But you do own the website and you own your email list. Yep. So those are the two things that are most important. Yep. The email list is the context you established to be able to have correspondence with potential audience. And then the domain for the website, you know, do the maintenance thing you buy the domain. And then I also have a plugin to actually use specific features on WordPress. I mean, it's a lot to go through. I just renewed my domain a couple weeks ago. So, but where can they find you in the overall? Their their bet their best bet if they want to have me talk to them about somebody about their website go to six seconds or less dot com. That's six seconds or less dot com, and you can book some time, uh, and we'll do a an audit of your website. And the where the six seconds comes from is one of the things that I talk about is there are six ways to engage a website visitor in six seconds or less. 
Um, and you know, so that's, that's where that comes from. So go to six seconds or less.com and I'll be happy to, to talk to you about your website. We can talk about marketing and how things can be improved. All right. Well, you got me accustomed. So I'm going to do that process just like you said and see what I can improve on the website because I've been neglecting it and having this conversation is making me reminded of, you know, how much of a mistake that is. But this concludes this episode with uh, building a website, marketing, how to present it to the world. Thank you for being here, James. Really nice to have you. And uh, further ado, go to our website at www.mcmapodcast.com to have the live updates. And then also connect me on Fiverr for potential services that I can get to you if you're a fan project or a content creator. I'd love to have you. Bye, guys. This concludes another episode of MC Anime Podcast. MC Anime Podcast is available on podcast directories like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. We also have our website at mcanimepodcast.com. If you want to directly support us, then follow Patreon blog MC Anime. Finally, if you want services for hire, then we're available on Fiverr for audio and video production, graphic design, idea consulting, and blog and article writing. 